Great evening, great evening, great evening. Yo, it's so it's so good to see you. How's everything going on over there? We have the queen. We have the queen of quarantine in the building. Oh my gosh! You know, I'm always when people call me that. I'm like, wow, <laughs> yeah. that's so cool. That is that is so awesome. So, how did you get that name to become the queen of quarantine? It's a long story. You know what? It actually is my song is Club Quarantine song. Okay. And D Nice, who we all love in Club Shout Quarantine. Shout out to D Nice. I see some of my Club Quarantine people. Have we any Club Quarantine in the house? Oh, yeah. This is, we, we got it. It's, it's lit already. <laughs> Good. I'm, that's my family now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So you have Club Quarantine going on. So that so you started that, and then the Queen of Quarantine came from, well, from there? Well, you know what? My song became the theme song, a song called Thinking of You. Oh, but, okay. You know what's crazy, Kareem? That's my favorite song, and I've been singing it. I sang it when I was 16, I recorded right. it. But um, it's, it's, it's the most remixed song in Europe, one of the most remixed songs. Definitely. I'm always doing it in concerts overseas, and I'm always like, I wish I could do it here. I wish people knew it, but so now we know it. <laughs> That's awesome. So you recorded that song when you were 16? I, I did, I did. 16 years old. It's crazy. So I was just on, I was on Amazon, right? I have uh, like the Amazon Prime. Yeah. And I'm going on there. I'm looking for the song, and you're right. It's like 200 different remix for it. And I'm like, holy shucks. I that, know. That, that's so awesome. You know, it's under Sister Sledge. People look for Kathy Sledge. I did some house versions of it, but of course, I was with Sister Sledge then when I did it. You know? Right. And, but at the end of the day, um, I, you know, I love singing that song. You know? That's awesome. That's awesome. So I was just actually listening to that song with, uh, I want to say, Afro, Afro. Freak, I think his name, Afro Greek. Oh, the Aristo Freaks. Aristo yeah, Freaks, okay. I like okay. But then there's yeah, yeah. one, the one that everyone loves in Club Quarantine, a uh, guy from Paris remixed that. Okay. His name is um, Dimitri from Paris. Okay. And, and D Nice, of course, is world renowned. No. Yes. Shout out to D Nice. Yeah, so, you know, so he, he does a lot of the parties in Europe. He does a lot right. of these things. So he knows, he knows what they like everywhere. 
Right. So the fact that he introduced it. And then I want to ask him, because he always announces in his room, that song is so special to him. And I'm like, I want to know what. I want to yeah, know what, yeah, what. What made it so special? Because that, that's crazy because, like, everybody knows who you are. The whole world knows who you are. So D-Nice, he actually, like, I'm going to give him his crown. I'm going to give him his crown and his roses right now because he really, really made a huge impact when – he yeah. created the the uh his his DJing live yeah. on on uh on Instagram. So yeah. he broke that and now it's crazy yeah, because now he reintroduced the whole thing. Yeah, definitely. So he reintroduced it. So now the whole world is just like looking for you. They checking yeah. to see where where, where where you know where you are and where you come from. So that's yeah. so awesome. So huge shout out to the D nice. So how old were you when you started, you know, recording music and you fell in love with music? Like you realized like, all right, this is what I kinda wanna do. I was um the truth is I was when I first started singing, I was 13, okay. professionally. I've been singing all my life, harmonizing right. with my sisters. I just saw the Clark Sisters movie not so long ago. Okay, how was that? A lot of us, because we kind of started out with um, my grandmother teaching us harmony parts on TV. Get out of the video, Phil. Hey, Phil, get out of the video. Sorry. Yeah, it's quarantine. Cool. <laughs> quarantine, quarantine <laughs> life. <doesn't> care. <laughs> I'm sorry. You don't know. So go so, ahead. So you said 12 years old, you became a professional uh, re uh, recording artist, right? Yeah. And Sorry then. Sorry about that, everybody. It's all right. You that, saw that. Anyway. <laughs> that was cool, though. <laughs> so, so that was, so, so 12, uh, at the age of 12, you started your professional recording. And then where did we go from there? Well, you know what? What people don't know is if you ever remember the movie Rumble in the Jungle with Ali and Foreman and Zaire. Right. Yes. I actually was there, like, when I was 13 years old. I wow. Was, you know, I was... Wow. How was that experience? Year. Yeah. And it was, How was that experience? It was crazy, Kareem. It was amazing because oh it was my first time ever out of the country, and it, I got to, to go to Africa. 13 years old. Yeah. And that was with, um, at the time, you know, we lost Bill Withers not so long ago, but Bill Withers and James Brown, and all these icons were on this this plane where all the entertainment was on this plane. Right. And of course, Muhammad Ali and George Foreman were oh all there. Oh, my gosh. And so That's... I was singing that long. I mean, wow. you guys weren't born. But wow. I, none of you were born. But I was singing that long. <laughs> you, <laughs> and, didn't, uh, you didn't age a minute, though. Uh, thank you. Didn't age a minute. Yeah, I, don't have, I always say, people say, well, I, why do you look so young? And I'm like, well, you know, I don't have time to get old. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I like that. I need to use that one. So you're out there 13 years old in Africa. Muhammad Ali, George Foreman. I was actually named after Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and yes. Muhammad Ali. So that's where I got the Kareem Ali from. Wow. So, so that's awesome. So you come back, you come back to the States. And what was, the, what was your first thoughts, like, coming back from being in Africa at one of the biggest and most historic events, like, in the history of sports and in the history of boxing? You know, it still is unbelievable. And, you know, of course, uh, Will Smith did the whole Ali movie. What was right. so interesting is in that movie, when he, you know, remember everyone was singing Ali, Mumbai, Ali, yeah. Ali right. killed him. But what was crazy is I was there. And uh, Dang. what they didn't, what they left out of the movie is the then dictator president, Mobutu, right. that was his name. Right. He thought he was going to have the whole world come to this fight. And actually, it didn't, wasn't a great turnout. Oh, wow. So, he wanted to charge the people that lived there. The Which is ridiculous. He wanted to charge them $20 to get in. And that's kind of like what they made in a month's time. Right. So 
the truth is, in the original, the way it really happened is that entire Coliseum was empty. Wow. When the fight was ready to start. But Ali and George Foreman got together and said they're not stepping foot in the ring until he opens the gates and let everyone come in for free. And when wow. you hear stories like that, I was, when I saw them. I'm getting like, chills just hearing about it. Yeah, I was like, why didn't they tell that part? To me, I thought, for real? yeah. So, you know, you get to know these things when you get to be there. And wow. of course, that was something to me that, to me, when I just. That was like the biggest takeaway there. there. Right. I still pinch myself. Things like that makes all the makes all the difference in following your passion. Like music, music is a passion to me. Right. But I don't ever remember saying as a little girl. I don't ever remember saying when I grow up I want to be a singer. So wow. I also, That's I, powerful. That's powerful. Yeah. See, people see people need to hear stuff like that because, uh, like, I listen. I do. You know, I do a lot of personal development, and ninety yeah. percent of the personal development people that I listen to is like. They were just following a passion, and then the success came by an accident. You know, it just it just like <laughs> fell into their lap. So, and now you're sharing like you witnessed and experienced the same thing. So, at what age did you and your sisters decide to form a group, and uh, and, and and really take on, you know, a group, the group aspect of your careers? Well, um, it's funny our story. I, I don't ever remember saying let's be a group. Even, even our name was a mistake. We're the Sledge Sisters. And the right. DJ was drunk one night. And he introduced <laughs> us backwards. Right. Sister Sledge. And we're like, wow. <laughs> and my oldest sister, who's like my best friend, Carol, she was like, y'all need to keep that. That has a ring to it. So Ooh. nothing was ever planned, but everything was destiny. And um, in fact, I, you'd be one of the first to know, I'm actually talking to Lionsgate film about our Whoa. Life. Yeah. Well, Lion, hold on, Lionsgate film? I'm talking to several people, but you know. The, are y'all hearing this right now? Yo, this yeah. is such a blessing. It's like, this show is like, just been such a blessing. Like we keep hearing, the, we keep getting the first time, the first time. So <laughs> you guys, and I'm the first time, and this is your first time announcing that Lionsgate film is, is actually creating the story. Yeah, the movie. Lionsgate, someone Ooh. talking to Talking to talking to TV One, talking to oh, Tracy wow. Edmonds. We're talking That's... to you know. I've been and what's so crazy is I'm finally I'm getting approached about my story. And this is where D Nice comes in, and he doesn't even know this. Wow. But his timing, you know, when when this happened, I was literally rebuilding the show, and I had just met up and coupled with a major booking agency because I produce live shows, and this is mainly right. for overseas. Right. And when this happened. Then, you know, coronavirus and everybody had to go home. It's right. like God said, everybody go home, sit we'll down. Sit it out for a second. And you reset. Know. Right, and definitely. And, I like that. And then I started hearing my song on Club Quarantine. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So as soon as that, are, are you, are you like being like, are you focused in and locked in on like the whole aspect of like the streaming of the music that's going on right now? Like, are you familiar with like how the streaming works? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the question is, so once D-Nice, you know, start playing your song, like every time he comes on, which is incredible. Cause I remember like the first time he came on, I'm not sure, but I believe it was like over like 60,000 people. And then he got up to like 130,000 people. And so then Michelle Obama came and it was then like what's up? She just stepped in that stepped in the room like, hold on, you know, Michelle Obama here, first lady in the building. So that is so incredible. So as far as that from a business aspect, did did you see like the streams of that of, of that music just like start skyrocketing like you know immediately? Yeah. 
streaming and then of course there's always royalties which is sweet which is awesome which so, is incredible you know, that's always nice it's especially sweet if you write it of course i didn't write thinking of you no okay. rogers did but what's so crazy is i did write a song five years ago with roger sanchez who's a pretty strong dj um producer right and it's crazy it's called good times are coming back around and i wow. literally just showed it to a couple of relevant DJs and they're like, okay. oh my gosh, you need to put this out. So it's going to be the next single. That's going to be very, the next thing. Okay. okay. It's uplifting like thinking of you. All right. That's yeah. awesome. So you, you still just nonstop working. So uh, I see Europe is in, yo, Europe is like blowing this thing up. I'm seeing Canadian flags. I'm seeing Paris. I'm seeing uh -huh. Italy. I'm seeing UK. What, what year or what, what inspired you to, you know, you're, you're, over, you're in the United States, your buzz is, is big, okay? And then you decided to go to Europe and really, really start touring and performing, and you've been doing it for, for years, like, for, like, as long as I remember. Like, like, what, I was like, born. Yeah, so what, what made, like, Europe your, your stomping grounds? Like, what happened? Well, like, who, did somebody call you? Again, like, what happened? It wasn't planned. Again, you know, we... Uh, and it's a part of the movie. Like our story is very interesting. It was five five girls. Uh, right. My mom. I always say my mom was a double to Dorothy Dandridge. She was beautiful. And back in that day, you know, right. If you were a momager, now everybody's mother is a manager. But back right. then, Correct. you were you were you were pegged as a um, as a backstage mom. Okay. Know? So my mother was very. She was shrewd. She was very smart. She was very beautiful. And so right. she would catch it. A lot of she would have to break down some barriers right but, you know the five of us like we lived on top of a bar we lived from west philly west philly <laughs> my mom held down three jobs and what was crazy is we always sang and someone approached us kareem and i was like i must have been around six seven and they were like you know somebody's band had walked out on them wow like two weeks before the show and they were like why don't y'all do it Wow. And I said to myself, I would do this for free. Are you kidding me? I thought like, what? <laughs> That's awesome. But what happened? Opportunity was, knocks. Yeah, we, you know, we, what we made in that one night, my mom was making in a week. And we were like, wow. This is a no brainer. And we right. loved it. We loved right. it. We literally, I literally would say to myself, I can't believe people are paying me for this. I would, I love singing. Right. And from that, these two young producers, produced a song and they were trying to get a production deal and okay. we sang the song and as that song that we sang turned out to be number one record in the uk i was 13. what and yeah and it was called mama never told me wow but the crazy thing is way before family we had hits in other countries okay but here it was quiet like i would go to school i would you know i would be in japan whatever international movie. star but here they just <laughs> I come, I come back and they'd be like, where'd you go? And I, I was just Japan. Time. No, you know, I used to try. I used because I'd be excited. I was, I was right. And then That's people awesome. would be like, no, you weren't. But what I learned is one is your work and one is your life. And Correct. your life comes first. And it helped wow. me to this day keep a balance of, you know, don't get it twisted. You know, these people love, people love your music. And you have to always appreciate that because that's what brought, that's what got you there, Correct. you know. And and at the same time, um, you know, I think a lot of times it comes along with the territory. If people know your music, it's because they hear it, and they hear it because people promote it. And at the end right. of the day, 
it is work. It's a business, and we all know that. Right. I think where you can, when you start getting it confused, you know, I, I, read, I heard one, I think it was Julia Roberts, the actress, she wrote once, if you're going to believe all the good things that you read about yourself, then believe the bad stuff you read about yourself. Wow. Yeah. What I Interesting. Like, yeah, so I like you that. Know, you have to keep a balance. You have to understand that your life comes first. Your work, of course, is your passion, if you're right. passionate about what you do. Most definitely. You help me to keep a balance. That's awesome. So touring the world, 13 years old, you know, yeah. internationally, you know, y'all come back here, you guys create the monster song, you know, We Are Family, which is played everywhere, like everywhere. Literally, literally, it was raining so bad here in Miami. One day it rains very bad here in the summer, right? And we're sitting on the couch, we're watching, I'm watching Netflix, you know, with my soon-to-be wife, and we watched like 10 movies, right? Let me tell you how crazy this is, and I lied to you not. Out of the 10 movies we were watching, like three of the movies had the song in there. <laughs> I'm serious? like, what is the odds of that? Yeah, it's like, what is the odds of this, of this, of this song coming on, That's like, so cool. during a one-day span of us sitting here rained in? It was, like, so incredible. It's like, I'm, I'm always so grateful to, to, you know, to know, like, like, you're, like, my second mom. Like, people uh, don't know. Like, I don't no, never. You are, right, because my son, you guys, and I know you interviewed him last week. Yeah, yeah, I had him last week. He literally kicked my butt in class today. Like, you know, he- oh, for, On purpose? Um, my, son, my son is my trainer, guys. That's and, awesome. Uh, tough Club Fitness, my son, Philip. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's my brother right there. Yeah, he is. You guys used to be on the basketball league. Oh, my God. Yes. I tell y'all stories about him. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. Don't tell him too much. <laughs> we got to save that for the movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, right? <laughs> you got to save that for the movie. So I definitely remember, and I definitely wanted to get into that, too, fit, the fitness aspect. So I remember coming over to, you know, to you guys' house, uh, you know, Friday night, you know, like, I think I was like 10, 11 years old, and we have a basketball game, you know, Saturday morning. And I remember coming, coming over there, and like, the whole basement is just, like, flooded with equipment. You know, you got the weight set up there. You got the bike. You got the, the treadmill. You know, what, at, at, at what point in your life did you realize that you had to start taking fitness so serious? Well, you know, what's the, I, I actually taught fitness for 18 years. I oh, wow. I don't think you know that. And I then that. I taught spin for They didn't know that. Years. Wow. So 18 years of teaching fitness, five years of, of, teaching, yeah. of teaching spin class. And I would do it when I was on the road. Like, sometimes it's funny because, you know, I've, I started young with my kids, you know, and, right. and I was always in my 20s. I have them in my 20s, like 22, 23. Okay. And I realized that when I would go out on the road, I wanted to have classes. And wow. because we were always nomadic, like on the road like that, I started giving myself classes. And then before I knew it, my sisters would be like, and I would always do this after a show. I would always right. do like toning and calisthenics and, you know, abs. And then... Um, I remember before I knew it, I had like the crew and the band and my sisters, like all the time. And then I realized, you know, I like this a lot. Wow. It was kind of like a hobby to me, but I loved it. And then I got certified with very reputable certifications. Wow. And whenever I was off the road, I would teach. Wow. And, um, and then, of course, spinning I love, you know, and so See, I... See, we, we teaching them something new. They learning so much new new about <laughs> you today. That's, that's yeah. incredible. Oh, yeah. So... yeah. 18, 18 years. Hey, guys, y'all can like the questions up, too. We're going to get the questions at the end if we have time. You so can blow eight... them up so I can see them, right? They're so tiny. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I got a damn pack with the questions. I think I know. I, I think I got it. We're going we gonna to figure I think and we I got it. I see my club quarantine people in the room. They, they in here heavy. I like it. That's my family now. That's awesome. Shout out to I club mean... quarantine. So training for 18 years, 
five years spin. Okay, so maybe one day after the quarantine, we get like a Kathy Sledge pop-up boot camp. Maybe. <laughs> See, no, listen. I'll go to the boot camp. That's for you and Phil. That's I'm for not. Phil. But listen, how crazy is this? So we have this incredible device that we are sharing together, this interview, you know, from two different parts of, of the country, know. right? You know how crazy it would be if you just got on your phone like, Kathy Sledge, pop-up boot camp, 4 p.m., South Beach. But well, wait. Who's I, pulling I, up? I'll tell you this. <laughs> I, I'll come to your boot camp, you and Phil. We'll, okay. We've got to do that. But oh, one definitely. thing I am doing that I love with my daughter, Kristen, you know, Chris. Like, yes. We started this thing, and you guys, you got to tune in. We're actually going to go live after this. But And Saturday, we have something called Saturday Morning Live, what we'd love. Okay. We were, we were very close to landing a uh, reality show about the next generation on the We Network. Okay. And um, wow. it was something I had produced. That's amazing. And then I decided to take it another angle, which more like a talk show. And so okay. funny. This happened awesome. with all of us. Like we were in the middle of things that we were doing. Right. And then God told us, go home, sit down. Y'all don't punish me. Go to your room. From here. <laughs> right. So which we, which is which is amazing because I'm pretty sure that you you have been very creative with yourself, yeah. you know, since we've been locked down. Yeah. Which I like to talk about some things that you're doing, whatever you can talk about, you know, without giving too much. But one thing I, I do want to talk about, and I love that you created, I was watching you guys last Saturday on, uh, I believe it's called the Comfort Series, correct? Oh, yeah. It's the Songs of Comfort. Songs of Comfort. So that's, I, I like this. So how did that happen? Like, what made you guys say that, listen, let's take time, you know, on this day and that day, and you can, I, I would love for you to promote it, and we're going to talk about Songs of Comfort. Well, you know what's funny? Um, and now it's really grown. And I, Songs of Comfort, I'm about to do a Songs of Comfort concert for Rolling Stones magazine. What? Yeah. It's really cool. <laughs> That's it's incredible. Actually, it's actually Germany Rolling Stones. They okay. Have but what uh, Songs of Comfort genuinely started and still is, is, is straight up from my heart. And the okay. idea of it, and if you kind of go to my Facebook page, I think it's on there. I think I gave an announcement right when we had to go into lockdown. We all felt the same way. It's like, what? Like, what is, is this, this? Are they serious? <laughs> and we all felt like, what can I give? What can I do? Right. And I, as an artist, I wanted to make sure it didn't come off like, oh, wow, now I can sing my songs for a captive audience. It was right. more like, I want to give comfort through my music. Wow. And, you know, and I, I especially thought about people those of us who were quarantining alone. I said, you know, right. let's, let's create this comfort, comfortable place. And I just started, I started getting DM messages from people asking me, um, will, I, will I do certain songs? So okay. I started taking requests. Wow. And that's really how it started. And um, the first song Kristen suggested I should do actually, and it was Say a Little Prayer, you know? Okay. And then this is where D-Nice comes in. At, simultaneously, you know, club quarantine was going on. I hadn't started going to the club yet. Okay. I, another most requested song was Thinking of You. Okay. And I did like this really cool acoustic version of just singing, thinking of you like straight from my heart. And D-Nice reposted it. And, wow. Um, and I did. Shout out to D-Nice. He is bringing life to, to the whole situation. He reposted awesome. it, and, okay. and then uh, I dedicated it to Club Quarantine and to, to him, of course. Okay. And then that's when I really started knowing more about Club Quarantine and going into the club right. at night. You know, it's funny because I'm getting 
okay? I'm getting verified. And it's crazy. I want you guys to know the club. It's funny because my, my, agent, <laughs> my um, publicist was like, you're not verified? I was like, well, you know, I, they keep rejecting me. My song's in the Library of Congress, and they keep rejecting me. Wow. Instagram, okay. is re Instagram is rejecting it. Instagram, y'all better get y'all better get your mind right. I'm at to pull up on them. Y'all better get that get that blue check up there. Caring. But you know, because I go in there and I'm like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good because you know, right? I, I'm actually so that you know, I'm getting verified now. My publicist said you you can't go in there without being verified anymore. Right. But here's the truth. I I love business move. I love the fact that what we're doing right now, and I want you to blow up some of the comments because I got you. I love the fact that we are reaching out and we're connecting and we are finding a way. It's like, you know, we get it. We can't really go outside. We right. should. We have to stay safe. But we're finding a way. Like, this is the new outside. It is. You know, right. I, I'm sure we, you know, now we might pick up our phone and we, we want to go, I want to look out and see what the world's doing. I want to connect. And thank God we have this to connect to. I know. This is, this is so, in, like, this has been, like, such a, a breath of fresh air to me because it's like uh, I always I've been wanting to do this for like five years. I have so many strong positive mentors in my life right now. Yeah, well, and you're uh, a positive mentor. Oh, thank you so much. I'm thank you make so them much. Blush, I, yeah, I you're trying to get me. Girl. You're not. I'm, you, you're going. You're going. I know you're going to get me before I, before we go. You can't get me this early. We still have time. I can't be crying and be boohooing. I'm <laughs> Coach K. So. <laughs> I love the fact that we have this huge opportunity to be able to do this. Like, uh, we're just finishing off. Like, uh, I'm this is the almost ending like the fourth week of doing this, and I'm so grateful to have the opportunity to have you on here. You have always supported me. So, from being a basketball player, then when I wanted to be a rapper, and then you know when I got into fitness, like you were always like right there, like in the front row, and I'm going to be forever grateful for that. Like always, you know, just by my side and got my back. So. I, like you said, like this has really been like a huge blessing for, you know, it sucks that we're stuck, that we're stuck in the house, we're on punishment, sit down, but so many creative juices have been flowing, yeah. you know, from all aspects of uh, of everybody's careers, which is incredible. So we have, we have a young lady right here that, can you sing some of that song, Thinking of You, please? Aww. It means so much. Yes, I can. You can sing some of that? Only if you sing it with me. And the only thing says, so just like type in some of the words, I know. So she got to sing it with you. The room and you know the song. Like, come on, sing it. All right. So y'all, so y'all, so, 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 hear, y'all hear, y'all hear the deal. So the deal is, she's going to sing, thinking of you, and you guys have to start. Y'all got to light the comments up with, with, with the words. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. All right. All right. I'm you ready. ready? So. I'm ready. Everybody, let me tell you about my love brought to you by an angel from above, fully equipped. With a lifetime guarantee, once you try it, Woo! I am sure that you'll see. Without love, that's y'all. <laughs> There's <laughs> no reason to live without you. Oh, but I do the love I give. Woo! All the love and nice to you, I'll be giving. Here we go. Here we go. And I promise this I'll do as long as I live. The singers part. I'm thinking of you. I'm thinking of you. you do to me. <laughs> that makes me love you. Now I'm living in ecstasy. Ah, I'm reading the comments. Thank you. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was incredible. There you go, guys. Oh, y'all yeah, got y'all got thinking of you live. Let's see what else we got. 
That was incredible. So what else have you been doing, like, while you've been on quarantine, while you've been locked down? Anything um, else you can share with us? Yeah, you know, I'm pretty I really sure the creative juices is going crazy. I, really, I was produced, and I still do produce live shows, and most of them are overseas. Okay. And um, but I have done some here. I'm working on a jazz project, believe it or not. Oh wow, jazz project. Well, you know what it is. I love music, and I always feel like we can't limit ourselves to whatever we love to do. Most and, definitely. Um, the legendary Stanley Clark, jazz bassist, actually told me that I have one of the strongest jazz voices he ever heard. And I'm like, okay, let's do something. So wow. I started working on some jazz things and I started, you know, when it comes to music, I love, I love doing original songs. I love with songs of comfort. It's a little different. I love doing songs that people want to hear. Um, and I really do like, I really take requests because I feel like it's a safe place. And that's why I do songs of comfort. Wow, that's awesome. So when can we find Songs of Comfort? Like, what on days? My, yeah, I usually post on my Instagram, you know, okay. and what on days? Facebook. And it's usually every beginning of the week. I usually okay. post Sunday night. Sunday night. Do you, can yeah. we put it, do you have time? Or do you just say, listen, I'm going live and no, let's book it? live. I actually record it. Oh, you pre-recorded. So we can find it on your page. Yeah, it's on my page. Okay, yeah, I'll watch Instagram, a couple of them. If you go to my IG now, you can see that it's, I've done at least maybe uh, maybe seven, you know? Okay, like seven of them, okay. Yeah. So uh, we got the songs of comfort. So what were you guys doing uh, last Saturday? This last Saturday, you guys, were, you guys were live and you guys were oh, singing. Oh, yeah, now that I love. That's what is, this something you do, is this something you do usually every Saturday or it's just a special gift? We started getting a lot of requests and a lot of DMs to do it again. And it's so cool. We, it's, it's called Saturday Morning Live. Okay. And, and what's so crazy is like, because, you know, I'm there with my coffee because I'm reaching out to the West Coast people because it's nine o'clock. We right. go on at 12 here. So it's, right. always at, it's always around 12 o'clock. Well, 12 o'clock on Saturday. So Kristen usually has like a glass of wine for people who are having wine and here on the East Coast. Right. And I'm, I'm reaching out to the people on the West Coast and I have my coffee. And it's so cool because... We always say, okay, if you have your coffee in your West Coast, show us a coffee emoji. Right. <laughs> you know? And it's really cool because we invite you to come in the room with us. That's and awesome. We, you, know, we, um, you know, we interview people. We talk about different, some people talk about their businesses that they do. Wow. Last sun Saturday, we actually, we got, um, I think his name is Kendrick. Anyway, he came and he sang, we are, he sang. He's on here. He sang there we go. Kendrick, Kendrick is right there. I love that I show. All right, Kendrick, you just got your shout out. So, yeah. so, so you guys are live. On, what's up, Kendrick? So you guys are live on Saturday and you're singing and then you just, people can request to come into the yeah, room. And I want to say this about Kendrick because wow. we're all getting to know each other and I love your inspirational music, Kendrick. So what's so cool I got to check him out. Yeah, you got to check his, go to his site. It's like we're getting to know each other in a different way. And I okay. feel like people like you who get to in introduce people into the room and okay. um, and and interview all of us and we get to know who we're you know it's like another way of connecting so, right i like that i'm so now now i have something to do on, on saturdays i was actually yeah, uh i was actually doing a live boot camp i do my live boot camp it was uh from like nine to ten and I was okay. just finishing up, and I seen yours live. I'm like, uh-oh, hold on. Let me see what's going on. I'm being newsy. You know what's so cool, too? I had some folks on the, you know, in England and the, Europe and whatever, 
And so when I'm having my, um, I had one friend and she reached out to me after we finished. She's like, you know, if you're going to have coffee for the people on the West Coast and wine for the people on the East Coast at around 12 noon. Right. It's like five o'clock here, we have our cocktails. And I'm like, okay. Oh, so sucks. Like, yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of cool. We just get to talk. We bring you in the room. We sing together. Right. We talk about your businesses, especially now. And now what I'm really thinking about doing is incorporating almost like, you know, an idea of people supporting each other. Like, tell okay. me about your business and we can actually help support it and everybody wow. can donate. I like that. Business. I like that. Everybody, if we have like a thousand people in the room and everybody gave a dollar to that that's person's business, quick thousand dollars with it. And 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 listen, people need it right now. Yeah. People people could use it. And and the crazy thing is, you could do some amazing things with with a thousand dollars. You could do some amazing things with a hundred dollars right now. Yeah, you know, people people are having hard people are having a hard time to pay their electric bill yeah. and put food yeah. in the refrigerator. So I like that. That's in, that's incredible. You always you never seem to not amaze me with all the incredible things that, that you do. So many people, about 20 people straight, put Greatest Dancer, one of, the, one of their favorites. Oh, Greatest. Oh, what? Well, is that good? Let me tell you about that song. That's Please do. Because, uh, again, I was 16 when I sang Dancer. I was not allowed to hear <clears throat> Greatest Dancer until it was time to record it. Wow. And it was line for line. It was like, wow. You know, Niall and Bernard Edwards. I missed the late Bernard Edwards. And Niall, we all Rest in power. Yeah, and then, of course, Niall's a genius. And it's funny because they would go, okay, sing One Night in the Disco. And I go, One Night in the Disco. Okay, cut. Okay, yeah. sing On the Outskirts of Frisco. On the Outskirts of Frisco. And it was like, <laughs> and I didn't even know how the song was going to sound until it was finished. Wow. You know? We Are Family was the same way. I didn't. Why did they break it up like that? Why did they break it up like bar for bar like that? A lot, of, honestly, I think they were such geniuses. A lot of times they were sometimes. You would never I, tell. I remember them writing some of the words as we were recording it. What? Like they would just, they would just wheel it out like that. And what's so crazy is that's crazy. Like I love Jam and Lewis. And okay. Now, and now Jimmy Jam and I are writing some stuff. And oh, you and Jimmy Jam? Yeah. We, oh my we, God, that's going to be so major right yeah. there. I see, I love to write. And it's crazy because right. a lot of people, I tell you one little pet peeve is when people go, you still got it. And I'm like, okay, thank you. I, I never lost it. What you well, mean yeah. I still got it? It's a compliment, it. trust me. But you right. know, I'm, I'm around the same age as Charday, And I feel like if you, right. you probably wouldn't say to Charday, she still has it. And I think it's because I haven't been here in the United States. I've been in other countries. Right. You know, I've never stopped. Oh, never stopped. Ne never since never never since I was a little boy have you ever stopped working. You are always on the road, always working. Yeah. Like that's 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 phenomenal because a lot of people don't have this type of longevity in, in their career. What 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 keeps you going? Like what keeps you ends picking up the phone saying, I'll be there? I think you know that answer because it's the same thing with you with fitness and motivation right. and being a motivational speaker. Passion. The passion. The like passion. you love it. It's what yeah, you think the passion. Of, you know? And I think we all can relate. Everybody in the room is if you have a passion and you love it, it doesn't become work to you. It becomes right. something you love. And like I drive my family crazy because I I eat, sleep, drink, talking about music, music. productions or things that we're learning to do within these four walls. Right. You know? Most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. So we have a question. Do you remember performing at Astro World in Houston, Texas? Yes, I remember. Mr. Monson. 
Do you, could, would you like to share a memory from, from that performance? Yeah, I remember wanting to go on the rides, but I had to work. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's awesome. You know, that's the crazy thing about it. But um, I remember my first time as a kid working Disney World. And I remember, you right. know, when we were young, we really couldn't afford to go to Disney World growing up. Definitely so my not. first time going, I was working Disney World. But I remember, I remember I couldn't wait to go. And we got there, I was like, wow, you know, look at the castle, blah, blah, blah. You know, you're a kid in Candyland. And then they said, follow us. And we went down underground, underground in Disney World. All the characters were walking around without their heads. What? <laughs> you know, like Mickey Mouse was holding. And Mickey Mouse was always a girl. No one knew that. Like Mickey I know, that's crazy, right? Yo, that was mind blowing when I, when I found that out. I just found out like a couple years ago. I'm like, what? Hold on, Mickey Mouse is a girl. Yeah, because they need a little petite thing. What in and the Hollywood? Like, <laughs> so things like that, honestly, as a kid, because I was really around 15. So, as a, you know, I was like, wow. So, my first experience at Disney World was like reality world. Right. You know? But at the end of the day, you know, you get a chance to see these things and go these places. At the same time, I can't remember, like, I parallel my life a lot to the Jacksons. Like, we, we grew up on the road. Right. You know, I, I did, you know, we toured, we, I toured with Michael and his brothers when we were much younger. We did the brother-sister yes. tour. That's you awesome. Know? That's awesome. What an and experience. I, How was it working with Michael Jackson? Well, being around the Jacksons, period. Like, I'm getting, I'm getting chills just hearing about it. They were the nicest people ever. They really were. Wow. And Michael was just like, uh, he was Rest amazing. Power. He was amazingly nice. He was very quiet from what I remember, you right. know. And I remember, um, but I remember he, he was very naive. And I, I was, wow. you know, a couple years younger than him. But right. I remember I was getting my first apartment. I was 17 and I was moving out. Okay. My first place. And I remember having a conversation with him because I was buying things. Anytime I saw like lampshades or dishes on the road, I was buying stuff from my place. And right. he laughed, he was like, why are you getting that stuff? And I was like, cause I'm getting my new place. I'm getting my own place. Success. And then he got very serious and he was like, why do you want your own place? Wow. And I didn't know how to answer that. Like now I would say, because, you know, if I leave something, it's mine, it's there. If I leave a teacup on the table, it's, it's my space, you know? But right. Then I was a kid and I said, well, you know, I don't know why. But what I learned about Michael is he would ask these questions. He would live vicariously through you. He would want wow. you to describe what it feels like to live by yourself. What does wow. it feel like to want that? What is that feeling? Because he didn't live it. He didn't know it, you know, so right. he didn't really understand it. It's, so. it's, just, it's his family and his parents were always, you know, right there in the shadows. Wow, that's, that's interesting. That's, that's, yeah. that's very interesting, and it, and it makes a lot of sense. Your twin just logged in, firing up the chat. Uh, <laughs> Chris, what's up, little sis? So, all right, we have another question. Kathy, would you do Dancing with the Stars? I bet you'd be great. Wow, that's a good question. Would you ever do Dancing with the Stars? I've been talking about Dancing with the Stars. And, I, I was, and now some people are saying I should do The Masked Singer. But, um, that would that would even be better. I like Dancing with the Stars, but Masked Singer. He probably recognized my voice. I don't know. Ah, you gotta switch it up. You got you. I think you'll kill the mad singer. Well, I have a funny story. I was supposed to do. They have a show in Europe called like Dancing on Ice. Dancing on Ice. And it's like ice skating. And first okay. of all, I can't ice skate. No, I don't want life. you to do that. 
No. And I, I thought about it, and I was like, nah, I'll break some things. But anyway, I would do Dancing with the Stars, yes. Okay, she would do that. That's a good question. That, that's a question I would ask, too, so that was perfect. So let's talk about the acoustic music. You know, you're, you, I see that. Yeah, that's so, you're playing a guitar. What other, what other instruments do you play? Well, like, what don't you do? The funny thing <laughs> is, I, I, when Songs of Comfort, I actually work with guitars. I don't play the guitar at all. I, years ago, I wrote some songs on the guitar, but I actually, I actually couple up with really amazing musicians um, like Randy Boland, who plays with Jill Scott, and he's always right. with all of the, you know, major award shows, and Tim Gleason, who's a longtime um, musician, friend of mine. We write original stuff. Um, what I usually do if somebody requests a song for Songs of Comfort, okay. I actually, um, I, I call a musician and I say, you know, I go over the key and then we go over the music on the phone and it usually wow. takes a good week to really oh, get wow. that song. And then, and then we have it tracked. Okay. I'm about to do Lovely Day with, with Randy Vaughn. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let um, me know when you drop that. I will. I got to put my notifications on. You're doing Lovely uh, Day over like... Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I need to. I, I need that. I need to. I need to be. I need to hear that like as soon as it drops. That's gonna yeah, be. That's gonna be incredible. That'll probably be very soon. Okay, so how often do you drop the videos? You said uh, once uh, once a week. In the beginning of the week, you usually drop the songs of comfort. Yeah, I do once a week, and I, I have to give Kristen some props. So she's on here. My daughter. Yes, please my, do. You guys are a dynamic duo. She produces all this stuff. She's really good. That's and, awesome. Um, you guys are a dynamic duo. So talk about how, so, so how, how is it working with, with, with your daughter, with your, your, your twin right there? Wait, is she in here? She's in here. She's live. She's in the chat. Uh, no, honestly, I, I, you know, she's going to get like blushing and stuff, but I love working with her. I drive her crazy. She sometimes says I'm the kid. She's a mom. Yeah. Not true. But um, the truth is, you know, I always say fills my heart and Kristen's my best friend. Right. And, um, the truth is we really respect each other. I'm learning so much from her. Like, you know, wow. she's, she also scripts a lot of the ideas. Like I might say wow. something and she'll be like, mom, that's corny. <laughs> that sounds anyway. just like it. <laughs> Let, let's, let's throw this away and, yeah. and come right here. That's awesome. Yeah. Like you, you guys chemistry, like when I see you guys on, on, on camera, like the chemistry is, is always just, it's so perfect. It doesn't get no better than that. Like you guys are definitely like the dynamic duo and you guys do be bickering, going back and forth, but that's, <laughs> Hey, that's what kids and parents are for. Yeah. That, that's, yeah. That's, that's genuine love right there. There's nothing like scripted as far as that aspect of your, of your relationship. So and that's awesome. First of all, thank you. And a lot of times we just pop up, like we definitely do Saturday night, I'm sorry, Saturday morning live. That's consistent. But okay. And what time is that? After this, we're going on live like within the next hour. Okay. Because we, we want to, we like feeling out the ideas as we do this. And we definitely, you know, I've been talking to my agency because we're all doing this now, aren't we? You know, we're all thinking of innovative ideas. Right. Of, of how to keep our passion going with what we love. And right. in my Correct. case, you know, it's in the entertainment industry. So. Correct. Yeah. So uh, that's that's the next thing I want to talk to you about. So you, I heard you speak earlier about, you know, you're your, not just your concern, but how important it is for people to get out into a mental space, a healthy mental space. You, you mentioned that there's a lot of people that don't have access to, like, we have a big space, we have a big condo here, and I'm like bouncing my heads off the walls, going crazy in here. So I can't imagine somebody that's just confined to four forges walls like in a daily basis mm -hmm. like people in big cities like 
like yeah. California and New York City. Do you have any type of advice for anybody that may be, you know, going through a, a mental health crisis with this whole pandemic going on? Well, of course, you know, I'm no expert at that, but we all have right. our own feelings of what we do personally. Correct. I know that, um, <clears throat> you know, I watch the news in the morning because we have to. We have to know what's going on. We have to be informed. Correct. And then after I get enough and understand, I turn on like maybe some praise music all day or or jazz music. I, you know, I do things like, you know, sometimes like I like I use tea light candles more than regular candles because candles can be dangerous. I'm just being honest. Okay. And believe me, I'm like the candle lady. I love candles. Right. But you like saging? I always set a mood in the house. You like you know, saging? I, How do you feel about saging? I do. Kristen does saging a lot. Okay. I, I actually do things like, you know, I just feel I have this thing about the five senses. Tap on all of them. Music, right. put some nice jazz on. Music, put okay. Smell, put some nice food on the table. You know, okay, so we got three. Okay. Even if it's some like peaches with cinnamon, like things that make the top of your senses. Okay. And um, I, um, <clears throat> music, and, and then of course, I also feel like it's important to make sure we stay on top of our health game. We have to. Wow, you know? definitely. Because it's, we all know we're learning about this thing. It's like an alien. And Correct. Every day we're learning more about it. You know, um, it has a mind of its own. But one thing we do know is that if you have, the stronger you keep your immune system, the better. And so, um, you know, we all know, like I, I actually take wheatgrass shots. Wow. You get your hands on, you know, wheatgrass is delicious. Foods has wheatgrass. Okay. They say that wheatgrass is equivalent to every ounce of, of, of uh, vitamins and greens that you should have. Like wow. one ounce is worth eight servings of greens. Wow. And so that's game right there. It tastes horrible. I got to put some people like it, but you take a shot of wheatgrass. And if you, if you get a minute, Google the benefits of wheatgrass, they know for a fact that wheatgrass stops the growth of cancer. Wow. So with that said, it's really good for your immune system, you know, and you just try to eat whole foods. You know, you try to eat uh, more fruits and veggies. Definitely. Stay away from processed foods if you can. Definitely. Uh, so man, how do you I'm feel? I'm I'll be honest. We got to have some comfort food. I love wine. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Okay. How often do you drink wine? Maybe one glass. Hey, listen, one, one glass a night will keep well, you on the light, right? right <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how often, have you ever tried the sea moss? Like, how do you feel about this whole sea moss craze that's going on right now? I haven't heard about it. Is it like wheatgrass? Oh, uh, like, suppose that the algae? algae yeah, thing? yeah, it's like the algae thing that people are like taking the shots with their face all curled up and stuff. Uh, yeah, I haven't tried it yet. Grass. It's probably, I hear it's like the same thing. Okay. You know? But if you think about it, like what's the first thing you see a dog or animal do when they get sick? They eat grass. Eat the grass. Yes, they do. So the truth wow. is like, we, grass is literally like liquid sunshine. It's the Ooh. purest form of chlorophyll. So you're drinking right. sunshine. Right. And when you think about it, I always know that on my spiritual side, I feel like, you know, God has it all planned of what we're supposed to have in our bodies. Correct. And it's it, it, at the end of the day, it's usually the simplest things like fruits and vegetables. And, you know, it's interesting. But I, I try to lean towards that more. I drink water. Water is, a, you know, as much as Definitely. I can. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Uh, I'm doing like a little a gallon of water uh, challenge I, on uh, Facebook. Like I, I posted on Facebook, like who want to join a a gallon of water challenge is like the gift and the curse. They have like 150 people 
saying, I want to do it. Now like I got I got like 150 people tagging me like three I times know, a day. I do that challenge. You want to join it? Okay, I, I want to I inbox you how the challenge works. It's, it's awesome. Who wants, to, who wants to do the gallon of water challenge? You want to do the gallon of water challenge? The best things for you. It is. And we just mark it off. So I got 6 a.m., 8 a.m., 10, 12, 3, 5, and then, and then 8. So okay, I'm doing I've been it. loving it. Pissing like a racehorse, but you know, I'm loving it. Yeah, because it's, you know, I, got I, I have to make myself drink. I love water, and it's funny, but once you start drinking it, you your body wants it. Oh my God, your, your skin just start clearing up, and it just, you feel so, all the bloatness just go out of your body. So, you know what I'm gonna do? Instead of just, I'm gonna send it to you. I'm gonna put it on my page. After we get off, okay. we'll post it on my page. She wants to join, and, and we make that, and we make that magic happen. Are we have a question. Whoever wants to join, we'll do it. You yeah, whoever wants to join, let's do it together. You can look at it this way. You can say, okay, like Kristen, it was Kristen's idea if she's still in the room, but we have this thing is like as soon as you walk in the door, like an, a dry erase board. Right. And instead of saying we're in like 52 days of quarantine, okay. we write, we're in, 52, we're in 52 days of change. Wow. Hold and on, I got to write this down. Way. All right, not yeah. 52 days of quarantine. We getting all the jewels, y'all. Yeah. Not 50, so if you think of it that way, it's like, 52 days of change. Like, what are you going to do in this time that you're here? Like, God gave you some, gave us. And it's, it's interesting like because it's a double entendre because the fact that it's, it's so dangerous right now, like, people, people are losing their lives. You know, we right. have to stay healthy. And you pray about their families and them every day. You stay healthy. And then the other part of that is, what are you going to do to make change for yourself? Right. Because, you know, we all say we never have enough time, but now he kind of, we have time. We have nothing but time now. We have time, you know. Right. So, what are you going to do in that time? And so I like we, that. we put down, you know, we've been. I like that. And I look at that sometimes, and I go, now you know, I said I was going to lose X amount of weight, or I said I was going to do that closet. Right. Right. And it's, I'm 52 days in, and right. it makes you psychologically say, okay, let me do this. Wow, impressive, like. I'm, I got my pen and paper out. I'm taking okay. notes. That's that's awesome. So we have a question right here. Okay. All right. Uh, if you sang with one person, who would it be and why? Um, that's a good question because I'm about to do a duet. And I always ask people, who would you like to hear my voice with? Wow. Like, I always ask for ideas. I've talked about doing something. There y'all go. Light it up. Hmm? I told them to light, light, the, light the comments oh, yeah, up. Give me suggestions. Yeah, we, we, we want suggestions. Yeah. Who do you want to hear Kathy Sledge with? That's awesome. So I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt you. But that, I, I wanted to reiterate and that. I, and, I, and I will take your suggestions and we'll look into it. But I, I've been talking to different people like Will Downing. I love his voice. Okay. You know, um, I, someone said, um, you know, I think a distinctive voice. I love doing, I love, I love distinctive voices. And it's the funny. I never... Maybe Babyface. Oh, know. somebody just posted. Your guy, okay. Kendrick, said Babyface. Okay, Kendrick, you're on point. Kendrick, you're on point. Kendrick, your guy, Kendrick, oh, Kendrick. From, from, from Club okay. Quarantine. Okay. Baby, okay. Somebody else said Babyface. Johnny Gill would be a good one. Johnny. My boy Country. My boy Country said he want to hear you with the baby, with the rapper, the baby. Ah, okay. <laughs> the baby's hot right now. Jill Scott, Mary J. Blige, yeah, Babyface again. He's All right. Billy in the house with Jill. It's funny Definitely. because I watched the challenge. I watched some of the challenge, and they're so um, Jill and Erica. They're just like so dynamic artists, you right? Know? And I yeah, love I'm the saying. fact that that was that sisterhood thing. Definitely, you felt the love with so much energy, like like the whole energy just was on point. 
Like we sat up there for hours. You know, it's funny because that's what it should be like. Like I, I grew up on stage all my life and, and the school of entertainment that I grew up in is you support each other. Right. Definitely. You know, I can tell you stories. Like when I was a kid, like we would always open in Vegas for be open for people like Red Fox or Bill Cosby or, you know, and I got to see these great, these legends, you know, and get, and get advice from them when I was just a kid. But what right. I did learn back then is, is exactly what Jill and Erica did that day. It's like, it's about this. It's about, you know, you, sometimes you see artists that compete. And it's right. not, it's, what they showed that day was just sisterhood. And we're like this. And, we're, and we are giving. And we're giving. Right. My grandmother used to always say, there's room for everybody. You know? I like that. That's what we felt when they did yeah. Yeah, a lot of time com- competition just just destroys the whole yeah. passion and the point of creating the music. A lot of times, a lot of people are saying Jilly, Jilly from Philly, all right, with the uh, with I the reggae that. singer Buja Banta. Will you ever do anything with with, with Buja Bantan? Have you ever Maybe. done any re- reggae music? I got it. Yeah, you know it's funny, but because I have a more international, uh, I guess, appeal because my music is more international. Right. Um, I love working with all different all different international artists. So yeah, definitely. Right. And somebody just asked that question too. Somebody just asked, we got like five minutes left before they bang us off here. Okay. Instagram be hating. All right, so somebody just asked like, where do you prefer uh, performing and overseas or in the United States? Well, in the United States, I did a lot of jazz stuff. Billy Billy Holiday production that I wow. produced. There we go. But, but now, uh, what's the difference? I'm sorry. The question is, what's the difference the between difference? performing internationally and in state? Well, Why you perform with Billy Holiday? Wow. And I'll hurry because whenever you, when I'm international, what people don't know is we have at least twelve hits over there. So wow. the show, the audience knows like songs like "Thinking of You." Like if I sang that a year ago here, you may not have known it, but there, right. and I posted on Instagram a lot the reaction of the crowd. But I, I can't wait. When you know when we all get to go outside and play again, I'm definitely, yes, definitely me neither. thinking of you tour, and I'll definitely. I can't play. wait. I'm I'm yeah. catching it. So somebody else said, uh, "We're gonna take one more question." Somebody else said they would love to hear a duet with you and Stevie Wonder. Wow, that would be incredible. Oh, happy birthday, Stevie! Right? Said, yes, today's the thirteenth. Today's his birthday. Yeah, oh wow! Yeah, today was today thirteen. Oh wow! Happy birthday to Stevie Wonder. I, I, we talked about doing things years ago. We really did. And he's, wow. He's Can we make wonders. that happen? Can we make that happen one time? <laughs> you know what? Who do we need to get in contact to make that happen? That would need... be like a dream come true to that any, would be... any artist. Yeah that, 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 yeah, that would be incredible. All right, so uh, we had another question. Do you know who Trick Daddy is? Mm. He's a rapper. Somebody. Okay. Country what? wants to hear you I've with Trick Daddy. You heard okay. of him? Would you do any music with any with any of these little young rappers out here? Little <laughs> li, li, little fridge, young young you know Pepsi can or whatever. <laughs> I feel like if they have with these rappers, all to me artists have an influence, and if they it's do. something, I feel it comes along with the territory. If Definitely. you're in the public eye and you can make a change, then I right. certainly would do some things. There we yeah. go. So all you young artists out there, you might have a shot. You might, That's you might have a shot. Like a that, sample, a little bit of thinking of you. That's what. We'll there we go. Hey, listen, we got We got to throw that. We got to throw that all in the mix yeah. as, as, as much as you can. Uh, before, before we go, would you like to share any anything else with the people? Like, 
any type of encouragement. Oh, country. Would you ever do country music with Tim McGraw? Darn, that's something else. That <laughs> Who asked that? <laughs> Nelly, Nelly Fox One wants to know, would you do something with Tim McGraw? Well, I um, guess they can hear you with Tim, Tim McGraw. McGraw. If we love, I feel like there's good country, there's bad country, there's good dance music, there's bad. There's so, yeah. Yeah, I would. Yeah, there we go, Tim McGraw. We were just actually having this conversation about about country music, like, because I remember you know being in high school and our coach when he's like doing weight training, he saw always play like country music or rock and roll, and I'm like, you want us? You're teaching us about weight training. I got 225 pounds on my back trying to trying to squat, and I hear this guy talking about first she took my dog, and then she <laughs> broke my heart, then she broke my car. I'm like, what the heck is going? I just want to slip my wrist. I'm like, all right, country music. Yeah. Especially because they're storytellers. You know, they're yeah, it's just storytellers. I'm like, man, put some Jay-Z on. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, okay. So we may hear some country music. May, may not. Yeah, you never know. Never know. House yeah, I music. It. I just heard, actually, one of the mixes I just heard of thinking yeah. of you was, was a house mix. I have a new release overseas. It's a house song called, uh, you got to check it out. It's called um, Falling Deep in Love. Okay. And it's funny, but, you know, they're crazy names over there, but they're, Horsemeat Disco. That's the name. Horsemeat Disco. That's what they're called. But they're that's really, all. they're really big overseas. And um, actually, if you just Google Kathy Sledge and Fallen Deep in Love, that's okay. a song that's really doing very strong in England right now. And uh, I'm in the middle of that, we had to come home check it out. Coronavirus, but yeah. so uh, yeah, I remember you overseas, and then this, then this struck. Do you have any new, any new visuals out right now? Like any uh, new videos we can find on YouTube or? Yeah, you know, we're uh, about to do one um, with the new record. The new record's called Good Times Are Coming Back Around. Good Times and, Are Coming Back Around. Y'all hear that? Yeah, and, we're, okay. and I literally just got off the phone with our agent, and he, you know, my agent, and she was saying, you know, we got we to gotta do a video. We have to do a visual. Right. And that's and out right now? John Legend just did a video. You know, he just released one. And it's crazy because now we're doing videos within these four walls. Wow. But, just for now, and you I have to be, got to be creative. Whatever, whatever we have to do to get the energy and the message yeah. to the people. But so, I just want to say this: if I'm leaving a message, I want to say, you know, keep the faith, keep the hope, because you know, and this too shall pass. I believe that in my heart of hearts. You know, what 1918? They went through the Spanish flu, and correct, and everything went back to normal eventually. But yes, if it you did. if you look into the history of the Spanish flu, is exactly what we're going through now. Most definitely. And so it does, and it did come back to normal. It, but I do think this, I think we just have to do the right thing and have some patience. And while, like I said, like, while we're within these four walls, now we have time to change whatever we want to do. You wow. Know? It's almost like God said on your mark, he said, go. So right. things that you've been wanting to do, now's the right. time to try it because you have the, the same advantage as everyone else. To, right. To, yeah. So if, yeah. if, if, if this guy, this, this goofball in office right here. If we decide to open up, if you decide to open up tomorrow, what is the first thing you're going to do? If you say 12 p.m. tomorrow, we allow back out outside. What's the first thing you're going to do? I'm going to stay home. You're going to stay home. Me too. See, I'm glad you said that because you know, and I won't get political, but you know, it's not. Yeah, we we are all suffering. You know, our our, our businesses are suffering. It's crazy. Yeah, and then, you know, I was just listening to T.D. Jakes this morning, and he was saying, right. you know, if you get a chance, check him out on YouTube. He's got this big Nike sweater on. You can't miss it. He, <laughs> it's really from his heart. And, you know, from his perspective, he's saying, you know, you got to let that, that curve flatten because, you know, he sees a whole different side of what's really going on. He Definitely. sees the funerals every day. He sees, right, correct. He sees the aunts and uncles and mothers and fathers that can't even be with their kids. 
And wow. if we're safe, we feel a sense of security and safeness. It's right. warmer out and we want to go outside. Right. You know, just, just take heat. In my life, huh? How, how, how did the people uh, take you in China when you were over there? Um, honestly, bro, they treated us like gods and kings. Yeah. You know what I'm mean? saying? It was, it was like people crying and shit. That's, like, that's was, awesome, you know, man. You know, 100